it helps with SEO too. Sweet. We are live if you want to post it in the chat. Yeah. In, in the Discord is what I meant. <laughs> I knew what you meant. There is no chat. There is only the troll room. Exactly. Hopefully everything sounds okay. Yeah, let me check. Yeah, it sounds really good, actually. Y'all yeah, are, it does sound great. Y'all are welcome for this crispy audio. I know. <laughs> You're not going to get that everywhere. We spent top dollar for this stuff. <laughs> you know what's crazy is that, you know, the the mics weren't cheap by any means. But we also didn't spend nearly as much as people do on those uh, sure SMBs. Oh, yeah. You know, and yep. I think a lot of the time these sound better. So. I agree. Maybe I'm a little Every, biased, I, but. Yeah, we probably are. But, of course, everyone and their mother is using that sure microphone, yeah. which is fine. It's not a bad product. That's why everyone's using it, but it's just not as good as these. <laughs> the RE320s. Is it, and I'll, I'll have you know, Jenna. Jenna, I watched Indiana Jones Raiders of the Lost Ark today, and it was a pretty okay movie. Oh my gosh, Joseph! You know what? I guess that's we better go, than that's ahead. better than last week. But no, no, I liked it. I'm just, Ugh, just I'm messing, just messing with, with you. Yeah. I can. Like, um, here's the thing. We can go ahead and start if you want, because I was actually going to bring that up that I watched that today. By, by all means, watch, yeah. My mission is to watch all of them and suffer through it, uh, uh, especially. Well, you you'll know, you'll suffer no, through at least two of them for sure. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, I'm planning on two of them now. I'm imagining. I was thinking. I'm like, I bet the next one I'm gonna like better than the first one. Uh, well, here's the thing. Uh, Temple of Doom is typically the one that is the most controversial among fans. Um, for for legitimate reasons, I would think. Now, I still love it. But I am aware of its faults. Um, yeah. And I think that The Last Crusade, there are, the, the fan base typically with those three movies, they fall into the category of everyone typically likes all of them. But, right. But the fan base is typically divided between whether Raiders or The Last Crusade is better. And that is wonderful. When was the last time that was ever, that was a thing? You know, yeah, right. Uh, yeah. No, you're right. I th- I what I enjoyed about the first one, uh, you know, coming from this perspective and pretty much watching it for the first time, is that I enjoyed how it felt like a full production. Like I was yeah. watching a cinematic movie. Like yeah. there is a ton of different extras in it, uh, practical effects, good. F- demography or cinematography Mm -hmm. uh you know it was just a solid movie there's nothing special about it in the sense of you know no one's trying to subvert your expectations but there's multiple subtext and narratives going on at one time yeah there's that the the main narrative going on but there's so many different things beneath that yeah and but it's not like you're not having to take a side quest on every single thing in order to figure it out. Like it's happening along the way. You know what else they're not doing? What's that? Uh, it, it, it's they don't spend the entire movie sitting around at tables or talking in taverns or talking in castles yeah. about how they're gonna do something that never happens. 
dude for five man. episodes straight. <laughs> Steven Spielberg does a great job with his practical effects and yeah. extras, and especially does a great job of uh, uh, making the Nazis look bad, which isn't necessarily difficult. Yeah, uh, but you know, he just does a that's his forte, right? Because you have like they're the main, they're the primary bad guys, the main villains in all of the in two Indiana in, Jones in oh. one in Raiders Last Crusade, and and if you know it, and the dial Death and Man. yeah, I didn't even want to say it to be honest because it just hurts too much. Um, <laughs> yeah, what a dude, honestly, what a bad weekend for media. What an awful, like, just a terrible, like, and, and it's been kind of a terrible couple of weeks. But this ha- in on memory, this has to be one of the worst weekends for media in a long time. Just absolute. Go- I mean, I, dude, I, I just, I was thinking about it, and we'll get in, we'll get into the Witcher stuff later. But yep, I was, I was thinking about it, and I was like, I don't know how to come at the Witcher series in any other way than just what a trash heap it is at this point. Oh, this season in particular, like I, I we'll step, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll yeah, we'll, we'll get, get into there. the other two seasons we'll a little bit, but out. yeah, I know. I, I just, man, I, I, I got some <laughs> things to say. It's, it's un, dude, it's unreal. It's I unreal. I got some things to say and some people to slap. <laughs> <laughs> so uh let's get back to, to indiana jones is there anything else you wanted to, to talk about with that um sorry it, it, i can definitely understand how it's a beloved movie from folks because it, it's just it's a it sounds weird to say unapologetic unapologetic movie like harrison ford is actually allowed to be a man in the film and it, it's interesting look you're watching a yeah. movie made in the 1981, right? So, and everything. And from this day and age, and the teetotal difference, like they were talking about Sunday school, Jesus, and like not in a negative way either. Uh-huh. Um, just it's part of the story. Yep. Yeah, it's just part of the story. And yeah. that flows along. That's it. And he's just a, you know, they set, they set his character up, you know, to be, you could, you realize in the beginning, obviously, with that opening scene, okay, he's a great, archaeologist in the sense of tomb raider so to say and then you see oh he's a professor oh okay and they give his like you get this backdrop of who he is as the narrative is progressing is it's not they're not having to do like a flashback 500 times like the citadel is raiders of the lost i'm trying to remember is raiders of the lost ark the one where the girl writes on her eyelids Mm -hmm. it is okay yeah Yeah, love you yeah (laughs) That's so great. And you see it makes him uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, brother. But, it, man, I'm telling you. I like, was like, when I first saw that, I was like, uh-oh, where are they going to go? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we talk about movies a lot and the ways that a lot of modern movies fall short. And a lot of my foundation for that stuff comes from Raiders of the Lost Ark. It, you know, it comes from a lot of these. I grew up watching. I I have seen Raiders, Temple of Doom, and Last Crusade more times than I can count. I, I and it was just like on, on repeat. Like we're gonna, we were talking. I was, uh, we're gonna review the Rush Hour movies uh, at some point this year, and that was another series, especially the first one. 
it, it was another one of those kind of like foundational movies as a kid where I just it was on repeat. I would oh, dude, you such know such a good movie. Um and you just and, and I you know I, I part of me hates to sound like an an old fogey when I say stuff like this, but they really don't make stuff like that anymore. Everything yeah. is so safe. Dude, borderline like puritanical in a weird way, especially considering yeah. who it's coming from. Um, even dude, even this season. Oh my gosh, I, I I'll just say I'll say this because I'll repeat myself again. But even the season of The Witcher, it was like the tamest thing I've ever seen. It's not even that, dude. I won't even say that. It's like, d- don't get me started. I see where you're coming from. Don't <laughs> yeah. get me started. Okay, okay. We're not we'll there get to yet. It. We're not I, there I keep, yet. I, I know keep, we're not. I, know. I keep having to put he, a buffer he's on myself. Re- I know. You got to reel me back in, bro, because I'm just like, I'm so... <laughs> so no. I'm so frustrated. <laughs> oh, man. So anyway, back to Indiana Jones. So yes. I did that. I, what I wanted to do is watch the next three before I watched this last one. But after I watched the first one, I was like, I don't have time for that today. Right. Uh, And so I just started to watch the third one. And so I'm going to say some spoilers in case anyone is wondering, you know, going forward from here, I'm going to spoil the latest Indiana Jones movie. Uh, Let me just tell you, I couldn't get through 45 minutes before I was like, I'll just watch this later. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it was dial. It was that the first yeah, the Dial of uh, Destiny, uh, the Dial of Doom, the Dial of Diarrhea. The Dial of Diarrhea. Dude, freaking, man, like the first 20 minutes actually wasn't that bad. It was going, some good action, good sequences, setting things up. And then the new female-led character comes in. Actually, no, 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 actually, it's not even that. Then it fat, uh, flash forwards to... Uh, I think it's supposed to be 1969 or something. And he's just basically Luke Skywalker and The Last Jedi, was it? Um, oh, yeah. He's know, like old and old, wants to die. Depressed, right? yeah, yeah. Blue, blue, blue. Got a divorce. Miserable. The only thing that awaits you in the, uh, uh, when you get older is is misery and suffering. Um, and yeah. then who comes to save the day? Freaking Phoebe Waller-Jones. I don't know Bridge. whatever her name is. <laughs> yeah. you, got, you got most of it. <laughs> yeah. Dude, and let me just tell you, she is like her character. Let me phrase that is like Brie Lar- or Captain Marvel on steroids. Oh, jeez! It's just that yeah. was the like Harrison Ford and her character were the most two frustrating parts of the story. I'm like, this is not the same Indiana Jones I watched in this first movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a really interesting the- way to see it too, where you go from Raiders straight to Dial of Destiny, and it's like. What in the world? Like, <laughs> I know I'm missing a lot of context and everything between, you know, all the different films, but yeah. it was just an entirely different character. So, I was. You saw the last movie, didn't they? Do a proper mm-hmm. send off from him, like he was happy going on. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, Crystal Skull still sucks. You know, uh, we've we've talked in in the past about how like there started to be this conversation of does the current trend in media it, when you look back at some of the stuff that we used to say sucked does it make it better now and and the answer's no uh, you know that stuff is still not great it, just by comparison it makes it look a lot better so saying that um at least yeah crystal skull ends on a happy note mhm there's and some things they did right. There, sure, 
Um, they didn't need to by any stretch of the imagination, but I, I can see at the very least if if I'm trying to, you know, at 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 least, oh God, it's so hard to to give that movie any credit. But yeah, there you can see what they were going for. Um. Yeah. So the end, the end of that, it ends on a happy note. Um, yeah. And there was they no trying reason to destroy dude, his character. No, not at all. They they just very much miscalculated right. what Indiana Jones was. That's yeah. the the biggest fault of that that movie isn't that he's now just this uh, you know old depressed you know man white man basically, uh, and you know he he was kind of out of his prime and you know he has a son that he's not close to and you know his, Marion comes back into the picture and you know it, it hits a lot of beats that you would go all right if this was good people probably would really be happy about a lot of the things that are happening um yep. but then you know I haven't I haven't watched Dial of Destiny I know what happens because I could care less about spoilers for a movie like that um you know they kill off his son he is now divorced yep and it's just like what? <sighs> just doesn't make any sense. What are you? D- yeah. Why go in this direction just to introduce Dude, it's... this lady to take over his yeah. spot? And this is what I mean: is that you kind of already have someone like a female Indiana Jones in Tomb Raider, right? In Lara Croft, right? Um, and so why can't you just? let a good thing die like it's ran its completion yeah go from there and come up with something new or at least if you're going to continue it do it to where it's good and not where you have this whoever it is man or woman coming in and their character is just obnoxious yeah you know they know everything there's nothing you know why care i don't want one of my biggest complaints to superman is that and I bring this up all the time because it's not like I think of my first instinct when I think of a Mary Sue as Superman. Because he essentially has no weakness except for stupid kryptonite. <laughs> well, um, at least he died. Yeah. Like, at least yeah, they, yeah, yeah, they yeah. killed him at one point. You know what I mean? Like, And he does have character well, I, growth and everything to, like to be, that. To be fair, they, they did that with, I guess it's not really a fair comparison because Ray died too. So if we're being consistent, you're probably yeah. right. Uh, man, you're going to make some Superman fans mad about that, bro. <laughs> Yeah, um, no. Dude, okay. honestly, it's just disrespectful. Like, it, it, we Superman are... is better than Ray and um, what's her name? He's just typically the first one I go to just because of the kryptonite thing. Yeah. And with Phoebe Waller, what was her name again? Bridge. Bridge. Uh, there's no kind of redeeming or likable aspect of her character. You know, no, nor so, nor so. No kind of weakness that at least that I noticed in the first forty five minutes before I had to walk up out of there. <laughs> Bro, that I was like, I'm not going to sit here and waste my time. Yeah. Another you know hour or so watching this movie. I'll waste the next hour or so uh, and another day or so. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man, it's disrespect. It's just at this point. I mean, it. We've known for a long time that's what they've been doing. It's it's just disrespecting. Um. The original source material. They don't care about the fans. If if Disney had cared about what Indiana Jones fans wanted, first of all, they probably would have never made this movie. I, I don't know. 
my my whole point is if you don't like it, why make it? If you hate the character, which it just seems that three hundred million dollars. It just seems you must hate the character if this is how you're going to portray him. And then his assistant, like I feel bad for the actress that's playing what's her name because her character just comes across as rude, selfish, know it all, like nothing that you know makes them endearing in any type of way. It's not necessarily. Are we talking about the movie or the head of Lucasfilm? Both. <laughs> ah, gotcha. Okay, I just wanted to clarify. I wasn't 100% sure. Uh, yeah, she's making some big mistakes. And, you know, people fell upward in Hollywood. But that's not the only thing I want to talk about. Do you have any more thoughts before we move on? Yeah. You do have I was, more thoughts? Hang on. I was looking at... I was looking at the um, the box office. I think it was. I saw $600 million it made this weekend. Which that may no not know? six not six. There's no way it made six hundred million. No, that I'm is, sorry, 60, 60, sixty million. I was like, holy smokes! <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's struggles to strike. Yeah, here we go. Uh, the movie is projected to make a modest sixty million. This is from Collider in its opening weekend, falling short of Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. No duh. Uh, da, 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 da. Sixty million after grossing twenty four million on its first day of release. This includes the seven point two million that the movie grossed in Thursday previews. Dude, that's t- seven million in Thursday previews is terrible. It is terrible. More worrying projections, but the movie's opening weekend is at around fifty five million, which is what I'm, I may be right debut. when I said that this is probably going to bomb worse than the Flash. Um, Maybe. So this was from published two days ago. Okay, so this was from the weekend. So here's the biggest problem, and you know, just something for people to look out for. They're gonna try to count the uh, Monday and Tuesday as the weekend uh, to try to boost the numbers for this movie. Yeah, make it seem like it's a success. Yeah, and that people like it, or that it that it did better than projected but here's the problem it really does come into the next the next week the next two weeks i think that the word it may not even need to get out i don't know anyone who who was like oh yeah a new indiana jones movie yeah because it's like we not not every single man grows up to be a miserable to be miserable have a failed life at home personal life and you know just hates everything is mad all the time and ornery it's just like every single character who they did that with Luke Skywalker, they did it with Han Solo, they did it uh-huh. with uh, Indiana Jones. Now, I- I'm three sure, off the top of my head just yeah. for Disney. I'm sure there's others that oh, I'm just I'm not. Sure yeah, o- Obi Wan kind of fell into that category. Yep, Obi Wan. Um. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm blanking right now a little bit. I wouldn't waste your time going to see it. You know, you just don't like to watch anything entertaining. I mean, if if you you know maybe if you had some popcorn, this still wouldn't be good. But yeah, there's know, nothing maybe. that can redeem that movie. It was it was pretty bad. My poor boy, they ruined him. Man, you know there were rumors probably four or five years ago that there were talks that Chris Pratt was going to take up the Indiana Jones mantle. Um. After, well, I guess it was probably closer to the release of the first Guardians, because uh, they felt like he kind of had that attitude. 
after seeing him in uh, Guardians. Yeah. That he could kind of play that. Because Star-Lord has a bit of that indie, at least in the first movie, he's got a little bit of that Indiana Jones-esque thing going on. Now, he, you know, it's a lot more subdued. He's not quite as, like, crazy, witty, sarcastic. But I, you know, we've seen now Chris Pratt do a couple different types of roles from you know, the less serious to incredibly serious. Um, and they, they probably could have done it. Uh, yeah, Jenna says they should have James bonded the indie series and kept him in uh, young in the 30s, 40s. Yeah, and even if you were going to move into the to some other time periods, just cast him accordingly. And I, I think that would have been fine as long as the people making the movies kept true to the spirit of what Indiana Jones is, which is pulpy adventure action adventure weird kind of like spiritual there's so many different like mythologies that they could have pulled from that wasn't time travel and aliens and they picked probably the two worst yeah well nazis was fine at the time Hey, Zach. No, I just man in this last movie. Yeah, they just went back to it. Of course they went back to Nazis right now. Like, what else are they going to do? Yeah, I'm surprised <laughs> the Nazis didn't have a MAGA symbol on their left shoulder. <laughs> yeah, and a, a, an orange man just shows up randomly <laughs> in it. With fake blonde hair. Yeah. <laughs> Indiana Jones was actually going forward in time to fix this to 2016 election. That's what he was doing. <laughs> that would be great. We must really. protect it before the Russians hack yeah, it and yeah, steal it. Yeah. Just yeah. see the counters start to show Hillary at night. <laughs> Just bum, <laughs> bum, bum. <laughs> that would be great, dude. I would totally dig it if they would have done that. That would have been amazing. It was just like, uh, it's a product of its time. Yeah, just what if they would have leaned hard into it? Yeah, Sometimes yeah. I respect that. You know what I mean? They're, you know. Or yeah. let me phrase it. There's something a bit endearing and funny, comical about that. Yeah, it's just like okay, well, it's at least... like John Wick falling down like seven flights of yeah. stairs and just getting up. They owned, yeah, they owned a lot of that movie rather than trying to be like subtle about what they were doing. Yeah. Um, hey, Zach's by the way. So, but I guess before we get into uh, The Witcher. I wanted to say, I know we've talked about Netflix doing the Chronicle of Narnia films, but I don't think we confirmed last time we spoke about it who their director was. And it was announced today, yes, today, that two, <laughs> at least two of the Chronicle of Narnia films will be directed by Greta Gerwig. Oh. So I'm intrigued All about right. that. I'm um, surprised because she doesn't really have like a, a fantasy, fantasy background. But like, uh, but to, I don't think Peter yeah. Jackson did either. No, and to to be fair, Chronicles of Narnia, I mean, like, it is fantasy. That's not what I'm getting at. But it's not exactly complicated, you know? Yeah. But it's, I just, are they really going to, because this is very much a Christian. Oh, it's a Christian allegory, 100%. Like, it's not yeah, even, hunt. yeah, it's, it, well, I was just going to say, it's not even subtle nope. about it, you know? Uh, so it will, yeah, it'll be interesting because she's definitely not, uh, like Lady Bird is is like a like this kind of coming of age story that's very well is very like anti Catholic Church. Um, mm-hmm. I can't remember. It's been a couple of years since I've seen it, but I do remember like she goes. I'm pretty sure she goes to a Catholic school, 
uh, in that, and it's kind of that rebellion against all of that. So I, yeah. I mean, dude, honestly, I don't know. She's doing Barbie, like I, she's yeah. kind of she's all over the place uh, with the stuff that she's been doing. We'll see how um, it goes, you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, we'll see, man. I mean, I don't have a lot of hope at this point for anything. That, that's coming out uh there a lot of talks right now about um phoebe waller bridge taking over tomb raider oh no yeah yeah because i think amazon's doing a series and you know she's one of those people i was thinking this the other day because i was i uh i uh, renfield is like out on streaming and so i just watched it you know what i'm talking about it's like the nicholas cage uh dracula movie it's like a comedy Yes. Um, yep. it's, it's not very good. Uh, okay. It's not really worth your time. Like, it's not levels of bad of the stuff that, of like, Dial of Destiny and Witcher, but it's it's not really worth your time. It's it's pretty stupid and just, you know, there was potential there, but it, it doesn't quite reach to the levels. And part of that is because Aquafina is in it. And to be mm. honest, I don't really have, she doesn't, like, she's not Melissa McCarthy bad. Aquafina just is kind of there. You know, like it, it. She's the kind of actress. She's like one of those actresses that you don't really care to see. Like, it. it she's just. Does that make she sense? just exists. Like, she just exists. Yeah. Like, there's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> there's nothing. It's like, oh, Aquafina's in this. Yeah, definitely want to see it. Just like, oh, yeah, here she is, in this this movie. Uh, yeah, I don't have a problem with her. I think the two movie, the people I feel kind of how you feel about Aquafina is Tom Cruise is and uh. <laughs> Meryl Streep. I just don't really, outside of the um, Mission Impossible movies, I just don't really care to see them too in anything. Mm, it's yeah. just like, eh, Tom Cruise is there. Oh, Meryl Streep is there. And people get on to me for saying that, but it's like, <laughs> I don't know. They just don't, they don't cut it for me. You know? I, I don't think it's the same level of, as this because... Well, she at, definitely at, gave me a migraine in uh, The Little Mermaid. <laughs> at least the two of them can like emote and act... Yeah. And she she kind of just has this very plain expression and way of delivering dialogue in like everything. And then occasionally yeah. she, you know she kind of tries to do her like funny shtick or whatever. But yeah, there's a couple people that have gotten into Hollywood that I'm just kind of like Seth Rogen's in that position now too where I'm like how, oh, yeah. how did you It's like how do you keep messing up and they're just like hey and here's Ninja Turtles. I can't really speak what? for Phoebe Waller uh, Bridge because I haven't really seen her in anything outside of Indiana, Indiana Jones, Jones, at least that I know of. Uh, but yeah, she's uh, you know, she was in Flea. By the way, Zach Zach's asked if uh, Aquafina was going to play Aslan. Dude, I hope, <laughs> I hope, I hope. Great. Everything and uh, Jen is trolling Zach's. I don't hate uh, OG Indiana Jones, <laughs> but. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. I understand the concept. Like, it's just you know, she just doesn't. <laughs> she doesn't. I think her. Let me phrase. I think her genre, like her category movies that I've seen her the best in acting wise, are like comedies and romantic comedies. But yeah. when I see her in something like The Little Mermaid, or that's really the only other thing I could think of. What else so has she, she been in? She hasn't been in much. She has her own television show that. Yes, whatever. Um, she was uh, she was Ocean's in Shang, she was in Shang Chi. Um, she was in Crazy Rich Asians. I liked her. Oh, that. was she? 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then I, I'm, I know I'm missing something. Uh, she was in some like indie film a couple of years ago or whatever that got a lot of like praise, but I, that was like more of a dramatic role I think uh, about being in a like uh, an immigrant family or something like that. Um, but I never I never saw it because just you know stuff comes out. Yeah, and you're like oh all right and you forget about it sometimes. But yeah, man, I don't I don't know. She's just. And I, maybe it was just in this movie. It was like, dang, I feel like you're really phoning this in, and that that might have been part of it. But I think a lot of times I like to err on the side of the writing because <laughs> I've seen her in things where she's acted well mm. in. Uh, but you know, like Crazy Rich Asians, mm. and what was there was something else I've seen her in? Well, yeah, and she she in the last the last two times that I've seen her in stuff, uh, which would pretty much be Shang Chi and Renfield. Mm-hmm. she's playing sort of the platonic girlfriend. Yeah. If that makes sense. So there's no real romantic, like they're kind of trying to push the romantic angle, but it's not really there. There's no chemistry. And so it's, and, and a lot of it feels like it's coming from her. <clears throat> Excuse me. So anyway, I, I, you know, it's just one of those other things. I don't, how do we get on that topic? What were we, <laughs> I think we were talking about some Chronicles of Narnia. Then we were oh. talking about Greta Gerwig, and you know, uh, even though she doesn't have a background in fantasy, I think I'm interested to see if she's going to be able to do this justice, and if Netflix would be able to do this justice more so. Yeah, because it's like you know how much how involved are the executives going to be with her? How how you know it, what I mean? Yeah, how is it that we've never gotten a full set like of Chronicles of Narnia movies. Kind of crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Seen it with any C.S. Lewis uh, novels, how we haven't gotten any films or TV shows on that lately. Yeah, so it just... What, 2007? It, well, it, yeah, it died off. Because I think they only did three of them. And I know that some of those are, I guess, maybe a little bit more difficult to interpret to the big screen. Um, right. But I think they could figure it out. I think they could make it work pretty well. Um, well, you know what? People couldn't figure out how to write season three of The Witcher. Uh, all right. Well, hey, now that we're about Let's, at the halfway uh, point, the deep end. do you want to tell the uh, the lovely people at home how they can support the show? Give us all your money, man. <laughs> uh, um, yes. So we utilize a value for value system here at the underground, which means you can donate via your time, talent, and treasure. Uh, you know, we got to keep the lights on. And so your treasure, meaning your money, we have a PayPal link donation that you can go through through our direct.me link in the description. And it's also in the troll room at the very top. You can donate there. Uh, whatever, you know, D-Day Cobra announced today. I saw on Twitter that, if you're familiar with him, that his uh, entire channel on YouTube has been demonetized for right now. He's in the process of figuring out. But as we know, YouTube and social media everywhere, they just crack down a ton uh, on free speech on, you know, they really enjoy censoring. And so this is the best way you can support us. Our podcast will always be out there. And that's kind of our goal through YouTube and uh, doing our clips on social media is to funnel people through to our podcast and, and listen there uh, and also here to uh, but if you want to help support us and keep this thing going, we don't do advertisements. We don't accept advertisements. 
because as soon as you do, you know, people like to say, hey, say this, don't say this. And it also, we want to be genuine, authentic. And if we even were to put something out on here, it would, which we're not going to, but hypothetically, if we did, it would be something that we actually used and we could actually have the freedom to tell you the pros and the cons. That's basically just a long way to say your donations help keep this advertisement free, uh, which helps us be able to speak freely. And so, which we're going to continue to do regardless of what ends up happening. I'm sure eventually we'll be on the chopping block. Uh, but there are also more ways to donate than just through your money, even though that is important. So if you feel like you, the value you're getting out of this is $5 or $500, anything you are able to donate, we appreciate it. We definitely know it's hard times. But you can also donate via your talent. I know that Whooper Troopa has done some thumbnails for us. Uh, and many other people have sent us different articles and videos and stuff to look at and to potentially review movie recommendation, TV show recommendations to review on here. So yeah, let us know your thoughts. Just go to our direct.me link there. You'll find every single way you can connect to us and every single account we have regarding social media. And uh, thank you to John Burke, who is a producer this week uh, with his recurring donations. Um, all right. <laughs> Let's, Let's get into The Witcher, Joseph. Um, uh, you just, you go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. So, the first episode ended, and my wife <laughs> looked at me, and she was like, what was that? And I'm like, I know. <laughs> you know? It was absolutely terrible. And I said, <laughs> we're going to have to de- finish this series out, like taking bad uh, medicine. Just take it down the hatch and go. It was just... It's amazing that you started out season one, and then I thought season two got worse, and then Blood Witcher came out, and that light fell off the cliff. But then somehow they cranked the car back up, loaded it all the way back up to the cliff, and then threw it back off with season three of The Witcher. Um, Um, Man, dude, it's just a discombobulated mess. Jen is upset because you didn't answer the question, how much do I have to donate for Jay to call me daddy? Oh, <laughs> if you give two hundred dollars, I'll call you. <laughs> Jason name. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, keep 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 going. Keep going. Keep going. Uh, yeah, it's just a discombobulated mess, man. I mean, the it, it simultaneously the pacing's off. It goes too fast and too slow at the same time. Things just drawn out. There's too many side characters, and each side character they have to include their background story, or not even their background story, just too long of a story on each character to where the Witcher isn't even the primary star of his show. Yeah, so they they pulled that same okie doke stuff like they did in the second season, where you get a lot of them yep. in the first episode, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, never mind." <laughs> he's and like, I guess it's just because he's leaving. Um, spoilers, by the way, we're gonna spoil the crap out of this. The the costuming oh, yeah. <laughs> looks cheap, dude. There's that part where, oh man, I wish, I wish we had it playing right now. But they're dude. going back to Redania and they're having some kind of ceremony. I want to say, um, and they start walking, and uh, it just very much looks like a Renaissance fair. <laughs> dude, you know what I'm talking about, where people are dressing up as, you know, knights and just you know ladies and everything i i pulled up this uh this first scene because this is kind of uh a big problem with the show 
uh, this for in this first episode where it starts with this guy uh, who may or may, honestly at this point I just don't remember. Um, he he may or may not have been in previous seasons, but he's in and in doing something, and he goes outside, and Henry Cavill's there. Uh, oh yeah, and Geralt just like slaughters these guys, and we're supposed to to be like, oh, I I, I think what they were trying to get across was uh, just based on stuff that happens later in the the show. And I wasn't I wasn't even sure when when this happened, but the idea being, oh, uh, why is Geralt murdering these people? Th- the problem is, is that Geralt doesn't exactly care who he kills. So I was just sort of like, okay, is this supposed to be Geralt, or has someone done some trickery to make it look like him? And we find out four episodes later the answer to that question. So they just forget about it until it's relevant again. And this is like so... This is, yes, they did. Know. That's pretty much the entire season. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like, what was that one scene in the... Uh, oh, the second or third episode when... What is it? It's in the second episode where they decide they're going to Aratusa, or is it at the end of this episode? Aratusa, you know what I'm talking about? Where... Uh, all, you know, basically Henry's going to split up and go chase after Reince, and right. then Jennifer and Siri's going to go to Eratusa. Jennifer, all for the, yeah, Jennifer. Sorry, what did I say? Jennifer. Jennifer. <laughs> My bad. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, I, I really could care less. This show's so bad. Um, Jennifer and Siri are going to go to Eratusa, and then Geralt is going to go chase after Reince. Yeah, because this whole this all first... for them just to go back to, for him to go back to Artuza. Yeah, he like, just what was the whole purpose of that? Oh, side dude. Okay, so for them to split up in the beginning. Anyway, the be- we'll, we'll stay on track here. The I'm beginning sorry. of okay, so this first episode can basically be summed up as uh, Geralt, Jennifer, and Siri playing house for yes an hour, and them write like, and she's writing letters to him. And don't get me wrong, like I. I there's a piece of me that's just like, okay, I understand what you're trying to do. The problem is, they they seem to have just forgotten everything that happened last season. And there's, I don't think that they ever fully deal with the situation of what Yennefer did to Siri last season. In a mature way, right? They don't yeah. really handle does, it properly. Yeah, it's, it's never... Just, oh, he has to get over it over time. Yeah, oh, she's winning him back over because they have this connection. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. Like, it just... No, it really doesn't... It doesn't work for me. And it sucks because I, I... I was looking up the cast. I actually don't mind the girl that plays Siri. There are moments... Whoa. There are moments in the show... It's not great... But there's like these little things in the show occasionally. It's typically when um, Geralt. It's it's always when Henry Cavill is there. Um, yep. He elevates everyone else. He, he does, and it and it sucks because he's even dragged down a lot by the season. I remember yep. specifically. I don't remember what episode it was in, but he and I think Yennefer are sitting at a table. This is like the millionth time that people are sitting at a table talking. And it, and it's like it, it's the entire season of we're sitting around a table talking about something. Oh, we're you know oh it, and and most of the time it's just 
people planning things to find Siri and then not actually taking action to go do it. It's just like set up, set up, set up, set up, set up for five episodes straight, and it it, it is it's infuriating. And then occasionally a monster shows up for for Geralt to kill. Like they they very lightly sprinkle it throughout the season. It, it seemed like they just don't know narrative wise what they're doing. It's like it, it almost seems like they were brainstorming ideas for this season and just left it at that. They threw some spaghetti at the wall yeah. of what to do and things stuck in a discombobulated way. It's edited poorly. The editing is terrible in the show. They, dude, they're still doing the same stuff where it's like, here's a random brown castle. Dude, and then it's like, here's Siri and Yennefer together at Eratusa, and uh, it, I thought when, you so there's that scene where Siri's riding on the horse escaping from the wild hunt, right? Oh, yeah. yeah I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm assuming this is like a vision or a dream or something, and she's, you know, trying to get the Geralt, and he comes and saves her. All of a sudden, you know, the freaking... Mortal Kombat people go away, and it's actually a legit thing. She left Eratusa, and I'm like, when did this? Yeah. And how did this happen? You know what I mean? Yeah, there's, you know, and there's all these stories. So the Scoia, you know, you have, like, the Scoia'tael in this, too. Um, oh, yeah. That that goes just about nowhere. The lady from, I, I think it was season one, who lost her baby. It's like, they're still on that. Uh, oh, and, yeah. and it goes, and, uh, Queen L. Yeah, it goes back to what you were saying before, where it's like there's all of these characters, and none of this stuff has been resolved since. So we're sitting there, and it, it's like random character, random character. And listen, I know that these characters are important in the lore. I understand that. Uh, the argument, it really isn't that they shouldn't be in the show. It's that a lot of them are getting way too much screen time. So, and I don't know if you know this, but the, and it was one of the things that I thought at the very least might be a more interesting uh, arc with the elves is they've got the, uh, it's actually Stephen uh, Amell who played uh, Arrow. It's his brother, Robbie Amell. He plays the mm-hmm. elf, that one that one elf that's like uh, trying, not starting a coup, but he's butting heads yes, with, the the, with the queen. Yeah. Um, so the lead it, military commander, basically. Yeah, and you're and you're like, oh, this is kind of interesting, and like, oh, maybe there's actually going to be some like intrigue and betrayal, and then he just gets murdered in in the third yeah. episode, and it, and it's like, all right, I guess we're done with that. Uh, can you kill <laughs> off a couple more characters? Yeah, it, it, and I was waiting around for something like that to happen, but it, dude, other than that, I I I I am not over exaggerating when I say that most of the five-hour running time of the first half of the season is people sitting around talking about Siri, talking about Geralt, talking about nothing, and then occasionally they pepper in uh, a borderline two minutes max action scene. Yep, and I will say this. I do think that uh, Henry, and I think her name's Anya, the lady that plays... um, Jennifer, they have good chemistry. I will say, it's all right. It was it was better in past seasons. You think so? Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Like I felt more captivated Uh. in this when you know there was that kind of focus there. Even though in the back of my head I was like, because isn't it in the books and in the video game? um, It's supposed to be Trish. That's his lover. 
or am I uh, incorrect on that? No. So Yennefer, well, Yennefer was in the books, um, and then when the games came out, which technically aren't canon, but considering we we had this conversation last time, I yes. I I think that there's a certain argument for um extended universe type stuff with the games and the potential for how they might be canonized but in the third game you there's a you get a choice to either go back to Yennefer or stay with Trish yep. or i think That's just cool. choose neither of them um yeah, and just go out on your own but yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed their uh, chemistry together i just felt like because everything was discombobulated and the writing so poor that it just brings them down. Then, of course, Yaskier has to have, like, I guess he's a bisexual now. I don't know if he's that Dude, way. oh my. They spent so much time on that stupid subplot. Oh, dude. It was, I, I dude, he was irritating me. So I had, I, I, maybe, I don't quite remember. I was going to go back and listen to our review from of season two. Um, I, I reviewed it. I listened okay. to it. Like and I don't remember, I, I, I remember whether it was in the review or not, I've always been a little more like, oh, Yaskier's all right. Like, he's not as bad as people say that he is. Dude, I I wanted him gone this season. He was unbelievably irritating every time he was on screen. Right? And it's and it's not the actor. I think the actor is good, like a good actor. It's, it's the, just yeah, it's the, the direction. Character. Yeah. The direction, oh everything, like how he's written. Um Everything and everyone is so predictable and he's, hardly. He's captivating. like a he's like a spaz in this season. He's constantly yeah. spazzing. Like he's like, oh, I'm the, the the musician guy, and then like they tried to to give him this more like serious role as like a spy type character, but nobody takes him seriously. But he's yeah. not even using that to his advantage. He just he's stumbling into stuff, and <laughs> they can't. They can't seem to keep straight the political dynamic of the series because I, and I'm glad that you were in yeah. the same boat as I was because I'm sitting here going like, I don't know what's going on half the time, like I don't understand who is, like what what is everyone's end goal? Like some of you want the North to survive, some of you don't, and you want Nilfgaard to take over. Um, <laughs> I don't even think Nilfgaard is sure what they want to do. Yeah, the dude, they're, they're just, just like, yeah, yeah we're just the, the, the emperor. Told us this is what we need to do. <laughs> the emperor has been menacingly hanging out in his castle for like two seasons. It, that's it like really that's is. all he like, does. Yeah, yeah, that's really it. Gives speeches to people. It's like after after the first episode, the the pacing and <laughs> the narrative just tanks, and it just meander, yeah. meanders along to nowhere. There's a war. So apparently, there are people dying. Yeah. So the only in it, dying the, around. We don't have any yeah. sense of geography, culture, place, people groups. So nothing has any stakes or meanings. And the only the best parts are when Henry Cavill's on screen. But even then, there were some scenes with Henry Cavill to where it seemed like he was phoning it in. And I'm like, dude, I don't freaking blame you. I would just be phoning it in too, just to get out of this show. You know what I mean? And there was one scene in particular. I can't remember it now. I'll go back and watch it and talk about it next week. But, uh, or at least maybe the next time we talk about The Witcher. But, I mean, the 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 political dynamics aren't intriguing. What's going on with the 
the wizards and witches and the political dynamics between the individual kingdoms along with the mages just in in groups just it does doesn't do anything for me yeah. it's like they're trying to be game of thrones but it's like the cw version of game of thrones uh, well that yeah yeah you're not wrong and I, I i i swear we've probably said some stuff like that before but they are trying really hard with that political intrigue and it's so boring because what it seems to me that the writers of this show believe that and I'm going to keep saying it because it really it's one of the most frustra- frustrating aspects of this season is that they think political intrigue is people either standing around like out out of quote unquote earshot even though they're not like there's all sorts of weird <laughs> stuff happening in the season where it's like uh oh man it looks like uh Isma from uh, Is that the same the Emperor's act- new groove? Yeah, is that even the same actress? I don't know, dude. Dude, they th- she's starting to look very non but binary. Um, they have that we- that awkward sex scene. Do you you Wait. know what I'm talking about? It's that's yeah. with Philippa, oh, right? Yeah, no, I, yeah, yeah. And the bob headed dude. It's nothing. Yeah. It's it's the weirdest awkward. She like casts a spell, and there's lots of moaning, and it's just kind of like, what is this? Like what? <laughs> yeah. I do my best to skip that stuff, so it's just... Dude, it is... I, I was just like, what are you what are you doing? Who is like, I'm going to watch The Witcher, and that's what I want to see in The Witcher? I don't... I don't understand it, dude. My whole stance when it comes to, the, uh, you know, sex and nudity in TV and movies, I just think it's completely unnecessary. Mm-hmm. I've never seen or know of a reason where it makes sense, especially like that kind of scene. Even with, uh, what's his name? Oh man. Uh, Dijkstra being tied up and she's whipping him. I'm oh. like, what is the point <laughs> of this? Yeah. I don't... Yeah. They're just like, Hey, part of Dijkstra is that he, he's got like a domination yeah. kink or whatever. That is, yeah. Like, oh, and it's man. like, Oh man, that really added to, uh, the character his building backstory. of this character, man. I'm so glad I got to know about that. It's just awkward. It's like these people don't have any sense of writing ability and shame to, you know, include stuff like that. It's just, yeah, it's all over the place. This is probably, and it's, I can, going back to the ask here, I enjoyed him in the first season. The second season, he started to wane on me a bit, not a ton, but just a bit. But then this season, he is, as you're saying, he's just, there to be annoying mm-hmm. and all of a sudden he's bisexual now for some reason that's it just yep. to include it like hey we need to get our esg score up guys <laughs> it's like why uh, the the show suffers from too many characters that's the problem is uh, i think we talked about it when we reviewed season one um that the show and season two would be better with less characters so that they could focus more on Geralt. And I think when we talked about season one and season two, we said Henry's the star of the show. What they need to do is just do a character study focus on the Witcher. That's what season one should have been. It's just a character study on Geralt. So we get to know him. Uh And then from there, not saying you can't introduce people along the way, but you have building blocks. You know what I mean? And you can build and build and build from there. Uh, (laughs) But it's just... Man, I don't. Sorry, y'all. People got in way over their head with this show. That's for sure. 
Uh, yeah, they they absolutely did. Um, yeah, there's a a scene in the last episode where uh, Yennefer goes into not Dijkstra, the other old white man, Strogobor. Yeah, Stra- Stragobor. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he uh, he's got off. That's what I call yeah, him. <laughs> he's got this uh this cabinet. And she goes in because they're looking for evidence to prove that he's the one who's been causing issues and stealing uh, apprentice mages from uh, the academy and torturing them and doing all sorts of experiments. Which I'll, I'll say, like some of that stuff, it, at, at the very least, in concept, is really cool. Like that, the weird, like headless people, and then like their bodies are all connected together. Yeah, um, it, it is a little. It's like it's off-putting, and that's the kind of stuff that very much started to feel like the witcher to me like that was probably one of the best monsters in the season everything else was kind of just like a scaly faceless enemy like they weren't really that there wasn't anything impressive about most of the monsters this season um I, they've definitely done better in the past yeah they have that cgi was still bad um it got a bit better i think there was this one scene where it did where i was like okay that's not so bad but even their fight scenes and the fight choreography was just odd. Like, uh, what was that one where the setup for Reince to lure him out? It's like, he's, Reince seems like, thinking about his character from season two and this season, he seems like a smart and intelligent guy. How and why would he fall for this obvious setup? Yeah. With Siri just randomly being alone. Um, and then also, all you need to defeat... <laughs> The wild hunt is uh what how do you pronounce it? The A R D Ard. Is that it? I think so. Yeah, that's all you need is Ard. That defeats the Wild Hunt. I'm like, did y'all not play the video games at all? Y'all know how how hard they are to defeat. <laughs> uh yeah, not e- I mean not easy. No. Um Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That it's just art. That's it. That that's what gets them to go away. That's how you get the freaking uh, outer world from Mortal Kombat to disappear. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, that again, it goes back to my what we were. I was saying before about the um the fights in this, where episode. I'm pretty sure it's still in episode one, where they're in the maze and the monster attacks, and they're all freaking out, and then Geralt kills it in about thirty seconds. Yep. And it's just, okay. And, oh, man, not to mention, when they're on the boat in episode three or four, whenever that was, yes. and they, um, they're, uh, they're, uh, Siri is like, all right, I'm going to help you fight the thing, which I'm like, all right, cool. I, I despite a lot of, of what the problems that the show has, to be fair to, to it, Siri was always supposed to be like, the chosen one you know yes that was just a plot point in it now they've done a terrible job with it it doesn't bother me that much that that's what they were going for especially because when the two of them are together when they're there there's like a, a a small glimpse of light where you're like oh it could have been so much better it there could have been a cool dynamic going on there yep. um that father-daughter thing the uh it's the we, we we've talked about it in the past with different stuff it's something similar to the newer God of Wars, where I think they call it the um, uh, wolf and cub dynamic uh, mm-hmm. in storytelling. So you have the older, kind of grizzled, 
a uh, world weary character and then like the young pup uh, who is like learning to grow and to become stronger and to you know eventually like take over or you know uh, become better than the person who taught them like that it's it's a writing trope it's there's nothing wrong with it I actually it's something I've always really liked in storytelling mm-hmm. um, I always like a father son or father daughter type yeah. storytelling yeah I think because there's just not a lot of you know, in our day and age, you don't get to see a lot of that. And so that's why it's it's pretty nice when you see a good version of it. Yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah, that, that, oh, so you have that fight on the boat. Yes. And you're like, oh, all right. I mean, it's, at this point, any sort of just like change from what they've been doing is, is completely welcome. Um, but there's a point where Siri gets knocked down in that fight and is on the ground and, not moving like she's not backing away from the creature and this thing's standing there and doesn't do anything to her after by the way it has failed to kill two other people on the boat after grabbing them just throws them away grabs them and throws them to another part of the boat oh dude speaking of which oh my god a lot of a lot of conveniences in that fight i think they did the choreography for siri and that was bad i and yeah, she's supposed to be powerful. I think they could have done. They, they, at least, will applaud the writing for attempting to try and show her power level in this season. I just think they did a bad job, and it was a constant. Oh, Siri, you're so powerful. Oh, you're so good. You just gotta control your emotions, Siri, and just you know, you, you get to who you are, and then you'll blossom, and you know. Do right in the world. <laughs> My favorite was when Yasker was leaving uh, a room, and I don't remember who told him this, but someone looks him dead on and is like, Geralt is so lucky to have you. And he just looks like, I know, and like walks out of the room, and I was like, I hate so much <laughs> of what this is. <laughs> when they, when they, uh, when they're on the boat and that other Yasker came in, the other dude. Oh my gosh. And they the, couldn't. I was like, no. I know, and they couldn't even do us the pleasure of taking him out because he's the first one that gets ca- he gets grabbed, and I was like, "Oh, sweet!" And then he gets thrown to the other side of the boat, and I, I'm just like, "And okay, and this is what I, okay, so this is what I'm talking about." So let's take, even though it is a very predominant aspect of The Witcher, we'll forget the nudity for now. Um, mm-hmm. The violence is so like t- toned down in this too. This the blood is all CG, and it looks awful. Yes, it does. It, it does. There's hardly any practical effects when it comes to any of that, um, and they they don't t- do the typical thing. If if the monster, especially in the world of The Witcher, if the monster gets you, you're probably dead. Yeah. There's a reason why The Witchers had to exist, and I, I'm pretty sure we talked about this in, during season two, but they are specifically created to deal with the problems of the monsters because the monster, the monsters are overwhelming, typically, um, and I, I think a lot of it had to do with like the, the kingdoms didn't really want to use their own soldiers to deal with those tasks, and so people would hire the, the, uh, the witchers out because nobody else was going to do this for them because the monsters right. are still really dangerous, and so they're on this boat, and the and it's like no one died, no one got killed by this monster, even though it gets it on the boat. Really bad, yeah, it's They're so. Just have to be seeing the chiropractor for a long time. Yeah, you got to hurry up and get through the scene so we can talk about Siri some more at a table. And talk about how great she is. 
Siri, don't you know? Don't you know your own strength? You'll realize it too soon. <laughs> um, I thought it was pretty funny, uh, them going back to Fringilla. Um, I guess I just didn't remember the end of season two that she was captured still. She uh, she was the one who hides away in the body bag, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah, okay. And that's what cracked me up is, okay, you see her friend pass out, and then all of a sudden... You know, we go to another scene, then we come back, and she's being tossed down in the body bag she had yeah. hid there. And it's like, you mean to tell me? Because she, she can't use magic, because she has the, whatever, the freaking Demerinian. Is that what they said in season one or whatnot? The uh, uh, the um, handcuffs on her to prevent her from using magic. And I, so, I vaguely remember that. Yeah. I just remember it from Yennefer. Well, so you mean to tell me, like, the guards didn't check? They couldn't tell that she wasn't? I don't know. To me, it just seemed, I know you're just in your head. Simple. Like, too easy for her to. Yeah, just, it was just such a, it seemed like a cop out. Like, oh, this is a great way to get her to escape. And it's just like, really? (laughs) Like, you mean to tell me those guards didn't check anything? Like, it's not like she could do something to stop her heartbeat where did yeah where'd she stick that guy too yeah where did all that stuff because i was assuming okay she didn't take his place maybe she just faked like she was dead yeah but it's like but then i I don't know i just thought it was a bit weird how that was handled like that just seemed like a stupid way to get her free yeah to me writing wise just lazy writing yeah and uh I don't know, Which man. Which about sums up The Witcher season three, lazy oh, writing. Man, I never thought that there would be moments where I was looking back at season two fondly. But <laughs> the fact that season two at least has Kara Morin, has a lot of the other Witchers, uh, Vesemir. Um, I mean, I know the whole plot point with Yennefer. Dude, it makes... Okay, so remember how in season two we complained a lot how it became the Yennefer show? Yeah, it was just her going it, around whining yeah. about how she lost her powers. I, I, I borderline wish we had that back. At, at the very least, because like this is, <laughs> it's, dude, dude. It, there there was at least some sort of like through line with with this, and I understand that this is only part one, but what what was the point? I can't do it. Honestly, I can't wait to see the other half of this because part of me wonders, it's like, could you have left out a majority of part one right. and just gone straight? Like, could you have done maybe episode one, condensed two, three, and four, and kept five, and still gotten the same result in three episodes that you did in five? Yeah, I think it's pretty funny how... I think you're right. They probably could have once we see part two. We'll know for sure. But I think it's funny how they're releasing a part two. Like, there's supposed to be all this buildup. And probably no one's like, yeah, Nobody, I want to go back to that. I don't think anybody cares anymore, man. I don't think. That cliffhanger cracked Oh, me up. it was like, so <laughs> bad. Oh, he, yeah. Dude, oh, I've been waiting God. to talk to you about that. What Strug- do you think Strug- about Strug- like, here's a knife to the Witcher's throat. And they're supposed to be no, like, oh. I think it was uh, Dijkstra. Oh, it was a Dijkstra? Yeah, right. It, it yeah. was. Sorry. Again, I get the two of them confused because they look exactly the same. Yeah. Um, yeah, he put, Dijkstra puts the knife to his throat 
And I went, oh, cool. I guess this this season or the first part of the season will end. Like maybe he'll kill him. Maybe no, it just ends with the knife to his throat. It was the most <laughs> anticlimactic ending. It just it sums up that first half of the season for sure. Pretty much all of that in one thing. Where you're like, what? What are y'all doing? Um, oh man, so many moments too where. They don't show you. Okay, this is something we cl- complained quite a bit about, uh, or cri- we'll say criticized that we criticized in uh, Rings of Power, where there were certain moments from Rings of Power where it's like, why didn't we see that? Like, yeah. why didn't what? It, it seems like it would have been a cool thing. The one that we bring up that uh, that uh, <laughs> that was when we got that beef with uh, Do Better um, about the tower, and then. At some point between like episode one and two of Rings of Power, the tower gets taken over and all the elves become slaves. Yes. There is a similar thing that happens in this a few times where we are told about certain things or seen the yep. we get we get to see the aftermath. There's one specifically, I think it's in episode two, where our title character goes on a hunt for a creature and we don't even get to see him fight it. We get the aftermath of it, and I'm like, oh, I'm so glad you guys decided not to show that. So, again, we can just listen to these people talk all the time. Yep. Standing around talking, walking, talking. Is this like a budget cut decision? It must have been. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Um, I think there's an entire... So, Robbie Amell's elf character, who had a name uh, in this season... Um, I'm pretty sure he has some sort of like backstory as well. And they kind of talk, I think they kind of talk about it some. And I was like, oh man, that actually would be kind of, kind of cool to see as well. I was like, I'm sure we won't get it. I'm sure that we, we won't get any of the interesting, uh, interesting moments in in the show. Oh, dude, there's a whole conversation where Siri and, um, Geralt are talking about a a part of the Elven Rebellion that fails, just like utterly fails. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about, right? They're standing at the yep. statue. Um, why did we not get that as a mini series instead of Blood Origin? Right. I mean, don't get me wrong; like they would have the- they would have screwed it up. But the you had you had a a, a a underhand toss to connect your series in a more potentially interesting way to have like a very small thing to work with where it's like oh cool we're gonna do something about an elven rebellion that fails um, because of a bad leader now in the right hands could have been an interesting story I don't, obviously I don't trust Netflix and I mean we saw Blood Origin but yeah <laughs> of course. They don't have a good track record that I could think of off the top of my head with yeah. fantasy shows, with fantasy shows. But um, I think the problem <laughs> is that Netflix fails to understand why people love the books and the video games so much. You know what I mean? Because they don't seem to be making creative choices um, and changes that are necessary in order to adapt the story more effectively for yeah. television. Right? Yeah. Uh, instead, they're just retelling a wholly different take on the original story that's loosely inspired by 
the source material. Like yeah. there's no respect to it. There's it's it's just more like when we were talking about in the rings of power, people would mention Andrew, right? Um and you know, just whatever uh freaking you know, sword from oh, this is whatever sword. Uh from Lord of the Rings, but there's like they they're telling you source material, if that makes sense, but they're not uh-huh. showing you any source material. Yeah, yeah, we we get told a lot of things and shown very little of that stuff. I mean, man, again, this whole st- it it's just the the first five episodes of this is it's got to be eighty five percent exposition, just dialogue, you know. Uh, you know, it's bad dialogue. Yeah, all of this stuff with Yaskier, where his entire uh, char- like character arc is, I probably am in love with Geralt, but also here's this prince who, you know, they the whole point he's there is so that they can make out before the end of the five episode arc, right? And it's That's like it. it goes nowhere. He's you could have taken him out of the season and it wouldn't matter. And also, he is constantly showing up wherever Geralt is. Yep. In this massive world, it's just like, oh, y'all ha- also happen to be... I mean, and I assume that maybe they have... They're uh, communicating in some way. Or, like, the there's some sort of, like... Because ne- I, I, I think there's supposed to be some sort of network of spies. Yep. Uh, uh, with Redina. Yeah, and and so and Yaskier is a part of that, so maybe he does know. But it's it's one of those things where it all just seems like a coincidence most of the time when he shows up. And you're like, oh yeah, all right, yeah, Yaskier's here again, great. Here we go again. <laughs> yeah, I just love that girl has faded into the supporting role when he's the beating oh, part of the story. That's dude. my favorite part of it, David. Was it yours? Yeah, I sent you a message. And Siri, Siri is just a MacGuffin. Yeah, she's just she really has been completely reduced to um the the key to everything rather than being an actual character. Um you see you see little moments of them like remembering that she's a character where her and uh like Geralt will get into arguments. Uh and it happens in the first episode I think and then they just they pretty much drop it. Um cuz she's she wants to go to the festival at the end. Uh, of the episode, yeah, and um, she does get to go, and Yennefer's like, "See, she gets to be a normal girl," uh, and that's kind of it for Siri in it's so in the show like this the, season so far. The the main uh, storyline is Siri's in danger, right? And yeah. so they leave her alone at every single opportunity <laughs> so that the plot can move forward. Yeah, well, and, and at least in the first episode, they're they're setting it up that way, you know, where you at least get, okay, uh, they keep finding us, so we need to uh, set this up. And then they decide to, like, split up, and Siri just constantly makes really bad decisions. She hasn't learned by now that... She probably shouldn't, uh, you know, leave the city or, you know, go away from the people that are trying to help her. She's still doing the same stuff. Um, yeah, man. I was trying it's to just think. bad. Even the king of the elves, he's just there to support his lady. That's it. Like, in a, like <laughs> yes, yeah. ma'am. Yeah. I'll do whatever you say. Oh, oh, you should probably go take a nap. Oh, oh, I'm so worried about you. It's like, okay. 
let me fetch your water. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah. Like just like at her beck and call. There's no, you know, again, <laughs> it's not like you have to have, uh, you can endear brief characters to audiences in a way that works without having to spend five, 10 minutes on a character. It's just all he, he he's he, he has no agency. His agency <laughs> is just her. Remember, I, I'm pulling this up. People can see it in the uh, in the uh, troll room. But yeah. you remember the scene in the second episode? I forgot about this. Where um, Siri and Yennefer are with um, one of the other mages, and they're trying to get her help. And this guy with tattoos on his face. Yes. comes into the the store or whatever and Siri gets a vision of the guy and lets the child or little person or whatever go and he's like oh you're going to regret that and then she kills him and uh the other uh mage in here she says something along the lines of oh you shouldn't have done that he works for so and so you'll be in big trouble now and they never bring it back up never come back to it it's never a plot point again. Um, you know, they bring Triss into a couple episodes just to remind you that she still exists uh, in this show. At least they uh, um, did the consist- consistency of her burn marks. Yep. Yeah, she still does have those. Um, Jeez, man, what a... Like great example of how to squander a big opportunity yeah oh yeah yeah they had that part where um the queen of redania gets her head delivered to the king in a box i think it's i think it's redania but i don't honestly can't remember (laughs) um Oh, th- I dude, I totally forgot about the stuff with like the druid and the werewolf. Do you remember that? Oh, so in he, season two? No, in season no, thir- no in season yeah. three. Yeah, so this season, yeah. Oh, geez. Um, so they, uh, yeah. Th- so Geralt finds a girl. Um, from the the monster that I thought was pretty good in the season. Taryn, um, I think was her name. Yeah, and she like believes that she's Siri. And they set this up as like this crazy um, plot point. Yep. That's going to be re- like I. I mean, it, technically, I guess you could say it really is important. Um, I'm trying to get a good shot. Okay. And um, she's like, "Oh, I'm Siri," and then the episode ends, and you're supposed to be like, "Oh my gosh!" Well, then you find out like in the next episode, it's like, "Oh, it was just a spell." Yeah, it's like over and, with it, like the first minute. Yeah, uh, the next episode, and that's that really is a lot of this season, man. And I guess that's what you. I, I'm starting to understand what you mean by the show is both incredibly slow, but it's also moving through plot points really, really fast. Yeah, you don't have time to wonder. Oh man, I wonder what's really going on with this young girl. I, I wonder if you know. Oh man, I mean, we know she's not Siri, but like, what's actually happening? And then they just answer the question 15 minutes later. You're like, yeah. Oh, all right. Oh, she's like, not Siri. Okay, cool. It seems like they haven't learned from any of their mistake or any of oh, the dude. criticisms of season one or two. They double. They double down. Sure. They double down yep. and went even harder. The timeline on those the other stuff. Yeah, I mean, well, at least the 
the show there was seems parts, to I'm be like, how linear. How did we get here? Yeah, the, the yeah. show. I think the show since season two is supposed to be linear. So they they were like, okay, cool. We won't do a insane timeline anymore that doesn't really parallel at all. Um, and I don't know if a lot of people remember, but they get series age wrong in the first season. Um, yes, there's like she's it's something about I think when Geralt first sees her, they say she's like. 16 when in reality i think she's supposed to be like 14 the first time he encounters her um i can't quite remember because it's been about a year since i i watched uh season one and two again but yeah i mean it, i don't know man like they yeah it again the things that we were that we wanted we were like all right we want more witcher doing witcher stuff and then they're like nah 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 you can't have that all right cool well can uh can 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 we get like an actual plot, you know, something interesting, some good political intrigue. Uh, no, it's like okay. <laughs> Can we have some great character development and moments to where uh, it makes you actually like the character, like some good character writing, like we have in Arcane? No, 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 uh, can't have that either. Uh, it's like we can give you uh, everyone telling. Uh, telling the audience watching how everyone feels about each other no no um, it's uh yaskier's bisexual now oh yeah <laughs> uh yeah well okay so i guess that's what we could like, give you hey yeah it's like okay look we can't give you Geralt fighting monsters we can give you yaskier falling in love with another dude for like why is that yeah. so important it wasn't even integral to the main plot it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's just a boring side quest. And it's like, it seems like this show was either written by a stupid AI or no, it, it was written by people who had ADHD. I, they I couldn't stick on one thing. You know, people keep talking about the whole, oh, the, the AI probably wrote this. It's like, no, I, I think it would be better. Because typically that stuff, mm. they, they pull from the source material. You know, you understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah. when you go to ask, like, the AI questions, it actually, like, looks up what you're the asking for. Yeah. yeah. So if you were like, hey, uh, write me a script for episode season one, episode one of The Witcher, and then you could type in, like, based on the books, based on the first book. And I, I, I almost I bet. bet you might get something better. Probably would. You know? Uh, it wouldn't be hard to get something better than this, though. That's a uh, that's a low bar, David. Bruh, I just need something, man. I mean, I I can't. I I'm pretty sure I know where the second half of this is headed. And yeah, it's so you want to give some predictions? Well, I don't know. I got in trouble last time I talked about this. All right, spoilers again. We'll be nice and say it for <laughs> another time. Say um, it now again. Uh, Geralt has a date with a pitchfork coming up more than likely um, if a lot of with, with Abby the theories <laughs> uh, if the theories are true um, in the the books he has a pretty um, unheroic end which I think was on purpose and then with the he gets revived in the games and he loses his memory and that's how you, they go down the road of kind of uh, uh, being able to address his relationship with Triss versus Yen and you getting to make the decision about like what you want to do uh, from that point on. 
Um, even though Yen doesn't show up till the third game, if I remember correctly, which I always thought was weird, because um, you spend two games with Triss, and then all of a sudden, um, Yen shows up. Uh, yeah, I, you know, it's so funny. Like, last time we talked about the spoilers, people got really mad. Yeah, we had, like, maybe 100 subs at the time. And so I was like, screw yeah. it, I'll leave it in. It's not like anybody's going to see this anyway. And then it, it kind of, you know... It did really for us at the time at the time and, and all these people were so mad at me and i'm like y'all this book series and the and all three of the games have been out for years at this point it is talked about in obviously the last book and in all three of the games like if you have and, and like people are in there and been like man i haven't even gotten to that yet it's like look you are past the point and it's not like as far as spoilers are concerned it's not like it really matters that much if if that's the thing that completely ruins you either playing the games or watching the books, it's just like, I don't know where your priorities are. You clearly must not care that much about trying to get into this stuff. Um, you know what I mean? It, it's it's ridiculous. Um, all that being said, yeah, I, that's probably where they're headed with it, which at this point, I mean, like, put him out of his misery, man. Yeah. Like... <laughs> For real. And then, I, I you know, I heard, I think today, it might have been Flat, Yellow Flash or somebody was saying that the the next season with um Liam Hemsworth is going to be meta commentary and I don't know what that means and I, oh I I I just I you know there's like part of me and I've said this before I'll probably check it out out of curiosity probably not going to watch the entire thing because I barely could make I almost after I got to about episode 3 I almost messaged you. I was like, I need one more day. I was like, I need an extra day. I gotta, I gotta spread this out a little bit. But then I was I like, take it down the hatch, man. Oh, dude. Down I mean, it just down the gullet for five straight hours. Like, oh, I know, man. It's it, so bad. We we know how the last three episodes are gonna end. Girl's oh, there's only three. There's only, of enemies. There's only three left. I think so. I think it, three. So we're four, past the five. worst of it, at least. Okay. Yeah. Oh geez. Hang so on. he's probably gonna have Some to dirty. slay a bunch of enemies to try and save Siri. Oh. That, of course, will be taken from her because Yin's gonna aid in with with her magic. Yeah. Know? And so I mean, so I I wonder if be... they'll. I actually wonder if they'll keep the or like the ending of how Geralt dies, or if they'll. Whoops. Well, Netflix just crapped the bed. Um, or if they're gonna change it up. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what they do. I think, you know, seeing Vilgeforts as the main villain that was behind everything was like, well, yeah, no, duh. I, I knew that before. <laughs> like, how could they not figure this out? Oh, you know what? You know what? It, just, yeah. it just seemed too, too easy to figure out. Yeah. And dude, the thing, one of the things that drove me crazy is it happens in the first episode, right? So uh, they do the whole, we're going to, uh, it's, oh, it's right after they talk about the stat, the elven statue and they're setting, yep. they're setting up um, the fire mage um, and they get into this big fight and so they all start fighting and then the dwarves come out and then the scoyatels show up and everyone's fighting everyone. It's so random. It's so it's just a, it's chaotic and you're like all right whatever this is happening. And then uh Geralt jumps through a portal to fight the mage. Um you know, they have this kind of back and forth or whatever and then he 
breaks his hands, and instead of killing him, grabs his sword and jumps back through the portal. Because, for those of you that aren't aware, had he killed him, you wouldn't have needed most of the other episodes for this season. Yep. Because for some reason, the thing that he needed to accomplish in that moment, right? Geralt has like no problem taking people out. In fact, once he jumps back through the portal, he takes quite a few of the Scoia'tael uh, out before they retreat. You know, he he like he doesn't think twice uh, about like protecting the people that he cares about. But the most important enemy to them in the moment, he just like breaks his hands, and then. Um, I don't That's remember it. who it was. Doesn't kill him. Yeah, he would still need to go to Eretuza to figure out who was truly behind right. everything. But he was like, you know, oh, his friends, second big yeah. villain. His his two friends that get burned alive in their home wouldn't have died if he had done that. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's just like when he finds out, he's just completely unbothered. Yeah, he's kind of like, oh, they never, that they sucks. never go back to it. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, and I know like witchers, they don't have a lot of emotion. Um, but they, yeah, there's not even kind of a, uh, he, it's not even, he's like, oh man, you know, I actually kind of well, like them. Does. Yeah. And there's, so one of the things that's interesting about the games is that they mess around a little bit with how, how true it is that witchers can't have emotion. Um, and they kind of leave it up to the player a little bit. Like, uh, Geralt is still very dry. He has a very dry sense of humor, works really well, but there's still that, okay, so can he still feel a certain way about people. Um, and, you know, it's like, it's actually kind of one of the better moments in the show where uh, Siri's like, oh yeah, we're, we're teaching him how, or like how to smile or whatever. And Henry Cavill kind of like smirks just a little bit. Um, and they he says something like, oh, not yet, not, yeah, not quite there yet or whatever. And I was like, oh, okay. It's like, yeah, there's a little playful banter between the two of them. It's fine. Um, but yeah, yeah, He's got these people who have helped him, I'm pretty sure, through multiple seasons. They get burned alive by the guy that he forgot to kill. Yep. <laughs> it's just like, oh, that sucks. That would <laughs> anyway, a lot of issues. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I don't have anything else to say about this, man. Nah, I don't either. It is. I'm not looking forward to watching part two, but we will do it. We will brave it for y'all so y'all it, don't have to go through the sludge. At least it's only oh. three episodes. Yeah, that's true. And also, by the way, I think season two of The Rings of Power will be coming out next year. And uh, oh, mid to late no, 2024, no, dude. Because no. they finished filming, like, I think sometime in June. So, you know, barring reshoots and things like that, I think the the leading rumor is that it will end up coming out in 2024. So yeah, I, I, I'm, not, I'm definitely excited for oh, that. Oh no, but probably not for the right reasons. Uh, as other people would be. I just, just show after show after show, and then we have a. Uh, now we get to look forward to Narnia coming out. Harry Potter. Oh yeah, Harry Potter. At some point in the next year or two, I would I would guess they're gonna. Try I have to some get hope with HBO doing it. So I don't know. Have you like, used, dude? Have you used Max? I know it's not necessarily an indication of the writing of Harry Potter, but have you used it? Like now that they've combined, have you used it? Uh huh. Yeah. It's trash. Do you think so? Yeah. What do you find trash about it? It, it 
they don't they they got rid of a bunch of features of HBO Max, so they only give you like a small selection of their uh, recently added. Yes. Um, occasionally, depending on where I'm using it, uh, the the screen gets messed up and I can't see the titles uh, fully. It's like half cut off on the screen, like it just doesn't scroll down correctly. Um, I know there were a couple other things that were bugging me about it. Oh, there was a bunch of stuff that was definitely on Max or HBO Max, and then they when they switched over to Max, they got rid of a bunch of stuff, and now they're starting to put it back on. It's just it's really inconsistent with a lot of that. I've been so fr- I've just been really frustrated with it. And then like yeah. they they're uh, they really need to separate on their homepage um, new between new so on their homepage is where they should have the selected titles of just arrived, and then they need yeah. just arrived for television, movies, and then what other whatever other categories they have because all of it gets clumped into one now and so if you have a whole bunch of new tv shows that come out uh and at like and it that'll take up most of the screen and you're like i don't know where the movies are like i don't care about any of this, these garbage television shows yeah um so uh the one thing i'm really happy about though is that they put uh diners drive-ins and dives on there super guilty pleasure show oh yeah love that show <laughs> well i did think of one other little problem i had with the witcher Okay. Um, and it goes back to Siri, and it's that it, she, she's just kind of there. She does. She's not really important plot wise. Um, yeah, it's weird that they they seem to have taken away a lot of her agency in this. Yeah, this season she's so just kind of like inertia in her actions in the show. Like she's uh-huh. an important element of the plot, but she she's just there. Um, yeah, she and she, it's like kind of like the Infinity Stones. Other than, the than stuff like this, where she's on the boat. Or that you know she's doing like training or whatever, but you're right. Like, it, it's but not even, it's not important plot wise. Like you could argue in the second season, and really even in the first season, even though he was just trying to find her in the first season, mostly. Yeah. Well, even then, even with her fighting skills, it's like they're trying to show her as a great physical fighter. From what I gathered um, during her training, instead of a person who's using her agility and magic and swordmanship in a flexible way to really uh you know just kill everyone destroy everyone uh because you know the actress is thin and tall so it would make more sense to focus on her agility and her magical side using that as her primary strengths in combat rather than physical strength did you get she can literally well i don't i don't know if it's really canon but in the in Witcher 3 she can like tell she borderline can teleport around teleport. and fight um and it's pretty cool and, and yeah I, I agree like yeah she's not supposed to be uh like a brawler she is supposed to use her abilities to help her win in fights um and she's a good she's supposed to be good with a sword you know I mean yeah. and a lot of that has to do with the fact that she's from a magical perspective she's really strong and yeah they don't they don't really combine much of that um and when she gets the opportunity to use her magic, she just gets one-upped by Yennefer, which yep. kind of makes sense. But at the same time, I'm like, man, it'd be nice. I mean, she's here, man. Give her a win. Like, yeah, let, let her accomplish something from that. You trying know. to show her some progression yeah. in her training and everything, and, not immediately coming out of the gate swinging. So props for the riders on that. But still, yeah. it just... And she gets her win on the lack- boat, you know. Yeah, she does. For what, however really you feel hope- about it. 
I really hope in uh, part two we get to go back to uh, Mortal Kombat's Outer World and see. Oh, dude, yeah. I, yeah. They, we didn't get enough of them in, in, no, in this one. They st- it, their costumes still look like garbage. Yeah, they uh, do. But. Oh, no. He left a Morgul helmet or whatever it was, gauntlet. Oh, yeah, he left some piece of armor behind, and it's like, oh, my gosh, it was actually real. And it's like, wait, were we supposed to think it wasn't? It's like, that. that's how the Wild Hunt. It's what they are. That's how they act. Um, yeah. I and I also I, we talked about this in the season two review. Um, their designs in the games are so good. Uh, yeah, they are. And the they have sort of the everything sort of goes frost and really cold and death like when they're around. Um, and they have like hellhounds and um, I don't know. It's like you. I think that a lot of people would have been fine if they had taken a little bit more um, from the games. Uh, mm-hmm. to add to this uh, and they just they couldn't do it man I, I don't it, this shouldn't have been that hard you no know? they had this should have been an easy layup of a sh- of a show you know what I mean but when you have people who actively dislike the sor- source material this is what you get yeah and your lead actor too like yes smokes. Um, and yeah and, and just to be clear for anybody I mean I probably should have said this at the beginning but like Henry Cavill leaving this season isn't the reason this season sucks. Nope. Um, it doesn't have anything to do with him leaving. Whether he was staying on for season four or not, if this was what we were getting, regardless, it's still bad. So, I wonder how much this season costs them episode per episode. Okay, so... I don't know. Okay, I'm seeing it here. Apparently... The budget for The Witcher is fifteen million dollars per episode. Wow! And there's yeah. what? It's supposed to be eight. Yep. Yeah, they overspent. That's pretty expensive. Yeah, they overspent. That's Where did that money go? I don't know. It cost them, uh, according to Forbes, three basically three hundred nineteen million. Uh, net it cost Netflix three hundred nineteen million to get the Witcher franchise. <laughs> so wow. Well. They'll, yeah, talk about spending money down the drain. Yeah, and and they're gonna if if we keep getting more seasons, they really are gonna try to just like obliterate this thing, you know? Right. I'm not watching after this season. I'm not doing it. Uh, yeah, I mean, we'll see if we actually get it. I yeah. just, I out of curiosity, I just want to know. We have to. Well, yeah. I I don't know. I, masochist. Yeah, I. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. It just kind of depends. Um, I, I'm not against talking about it and maybe just kind of being like, I, at best, what I would probably do is kind of just hop around through the episodes and just be like, okay, let's see what this is, what's going on here, what you know, what 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 did they do? What's like the big thing that is there an ex? Are they going to do an explanation for why Liam Hemsworth is now The Witcher instead of Henry Cavill? Um, you know, is he gonna be just? even more of a background character in his own show like what right i i i'm i'm i am curious more than anything it's a morbid curiosity um be like just sit there like a good boy liam and do as you're told yeah and that honestly man i wouldn't be surprised if that conversation was had yeah so here's 15 million dollars so you do that okay (laughs) oh yeah all right it sucks man i mean like you got his brother who's absolutely knocking it out of the park um with uh i mean not obviously not with the most recent thor movie but like that extra the extraction series is great um chris hemsworth i think has really become sort of a uh you know we we had talked 
uh, before about the kind of the death of the the kind of like Hollywood superstars, and I think Chris Hemsworth, given the right opportunity, could be It'll that. Yeah. He's already got a lot in his uh, his like back catalog that that puts him there. I mean, if he takes extraction and really like boosts that into doing some other really high profile stuff, I mean, he's he's got the ability, man. He just he really needs the right teams behind him to to get him there in the same way that um, Tom Cruise is. And I'm not saying it it will happen. I, I'm just saying like he he's probably set up in a better position than most actors right now because people like him the, the problem is is that i think he's trying to potentially retire or work less yep. um because he's got or he doesn't, ha- early he doesn't onset he doesn't have about it. it yeah he's worried about it because it's it runs in his family um but um jake d tris is better <laughs> did you see the poll i put up yeah i did i voted <laughs> i like yin Sorry, y'all. Trish is better, but that's fine. We're divided. He likes Trish. Y'all, I like Yen. Apparently, y'all just love women who gaslight you. So, <laughs> it's great. Whatever. It's to be expected. So, um, yeah, man. I don't. Have, I know we were, like, 10 minutes ago, I said, like, okay, I guess that's everything. But um, here we are again. So, yeah. unless, unless you've got anything else to say, we can, we can end it here. Um, nah, I'm good. I don't have anything to say about that dumpster I, fire. I wish that this was the end. When's is when is the next when are the next three episodes coming out? July twenty seventh. Okay, so we'll have to potentially talk about that. Oh man, I'm gonna be out of town. You're on the twenty seventh or thirty first? Let's see. Yeah. That's okay. Let me see here. The yeah, so it comes out on the twenty seventh. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that's when it drops on the twenty seventh. Yeah, when will you be back in town? For the uh, not podcast? for a not for a week. Okay, so looks like we'll be reviewing it on August seventh. That's probably what's going to have to happen because I don't I don't deal. I don't have a setup that I could really I won't really have anywhere to record while I'm there. Uh, even if I wanted to, um, well, you, gives me plenty of time to. I may have to watch. Watch it. I think I'm gonna binge them before I leave, so that I. Well, that means I'm gonna have to take notes because I might forget. Crap. Yep. I'll well, figure it out. Do, take notes. I I don't know. Well, maybe. What are we gonna review next week? Do you know? Uh, Dial of Destiny. I'm just being. Yeah. Will be a week behind. I mean, at the very, I'm gonna finish. I'll probably watch it sometime this week. I I thought about doing it right after I finished The Witcher, and I was like, I don't think I can handle that. I was like, I, yeah. So yeah, we'll figure it out. It's we'll figure it out. It's not that important. (laughs) Well, hey, y'all have a great week. All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening to episode 141 of the underground we'll be back next week with another episode um hopefully maybe with some like maybe a good recommendation but i doubt it um hopefully we survive 
watching Dial of Destiny. I gotta suck it up and actually finish it. Um, and who knows what else we'll be talking about next week. Just whatever happens to, to be on the menu. Um, but thank you guys so much. And until next time, y'all, take it easy. See ya. Okay, we're no longer live.